Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Now for today's News Blast. This episode is brought to you by Leon's Floor Covering, Uncle Gus Marina and Resort, Screen Door Inn, ViraClear, Corner Drug Cafe, Clifton Feed and Service, and Dragonfly Counseling. And thank you to all for supporting us this year. For our lead story today, we'll head to three Cranfills Gap cemeteries, Boggy, Cranfills, and St. Olaf Cemetery. Volunteers and family members of those past that served gathered to lay wreaths in honor of their memory and dedication to the service of their country. Here's Darla Kinney, who attended and placed wreaths with her husband Larry. I have quite a few relatives buried here. My great-grandfather fought the Civil War. Uh, my grandparents are buried here. My parents are buried here. I have a brother-in-law, and my dad had several cousins that were killed in World War II. One at Iwo Jima was about 20 years old. See, they're out here yeah. honoring them today. Right, yeah. And we lay, just our family lays the grave blankets so you can tell where they are, just that covers the grave, the full grave. We do that for my parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and my brother-in-law. Gotcha. 65, I believe. So we spoke to Grover McMains, who is in charge of the area outreach for Wreaths Across America. He reported better turnout this year, with roughly 30 more wreaths ordered than last year. I'm Grover McMains. I'm the uh, location coordinator for Cranfield's Gap uh, and also the sponsor ship coordinator for the area for all three cemeteries. So 310 approximately, 310 to 320 this year uh, versus 290 last year. We're very pleased that we have been able to cover all the veterans' graves in all three cemeteries all three years that we've had the program. So. The group has continued the program for three years consecutively. Here's what the dedication to the Cranfields Gap Cemetery sounded like. One who served in every conflict the United States or the Confederate States of America has participated in. And when you think of Little Bosque County and especially Little Cranfield's Gap, that's saying something. Everything except Afghanistan and possibly Iraqi freedom. There have been constants that have endured, and one of them is the people who have served our military and who have sacrificed themselves and their lives and their families' lives so that they could serve. And those are the people that we remember and we honor today. We are going to take the wreaths that we have, and we're going to place one at each of the granite stones that are there at the Veterans Memorial. And then we're also going to have a uh, POW MIA flag that has been donated that we're going to raise today. We also talked to James Gibbs, a Cranfields Gap local that had a special gift to present for the Veterans Memorial at Wade Lee City Park. My name is James A. Gibbs. I live at uh, Cranfields Gap, and I've been there for about three years. I love the community. We have moved out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, getting back to our roots. Well, I saw the, the, the Veterans Memorial out here in Cranfields Gap, which is a lovely thing. Um, and it represents a lot to me. 
and I saw the POW MIA. Uh, they didn't have a POW MIA flag, and I thought, well, it'd be an honor to present one to them. You know, the POW MIA flag started in the Vietnam War, and we've got 3,417 Texas that were killed, and some POWs, and we were down to 100 left that have not been found. So they have found 56 since 1989, when it was dedicated by President George Bush. That was one of the reasons that I wanted to donate the POWMI flag. It's my gift to them. And we even spoke with someone that has made it her mission to deliver 2,021 flags across the state of Texas to cemeteries, civic organizations, and businesses that have bare flagpoles. I'm Sharon Smoot. I live uh, in Sierra Blanca, which is about 100 miles from El Paso. I accidentally started this project a couple of months ago. I found a really torn and faded flag at a little cemetery outside of Fort Hancock. It broke my heart. I love the flag. I love the country. I love our national anthem. And I went and I bought a couple of flags, and one of the Border Patrol agents helped me raise the flag. So now everywhere I go, I look at empty flagpoles, and I see cemeteries, and I see churches, and I see companies or businesses that either have an empty flagpole or have a faded flag. And I just realized it was like, I just got to do something. And so what I want to do is I want to distribute 2,021 flags across the country next year. And the only thing I'm asking when I, when I give somebody a flag is that when you raise that flag, you send me a picture of the new flag so we can post it. That's all I'm asking. I need places that need flags. I just want this thing to just, just absolutely explode. She's been sponsored by a Dallas company, which has agreed to provide half the flags. And the only thing she asks for in return is a picture of the flag flying high. Thanks to all that came out for these special honors and the ceremonies. Well, this is it, folks. Christmas is right around the corner. Clifton Feed has gift ideas to fulfill any shopping needs for anyone. Choose from Circle E candles, toys for the kids, ropes for the bow boy, gloves for the gardener, deer supplies for the hunters, tasty treats for the dogs, and more. Visit Clifton Feed at 203's 5th Street in Clifton or at cliftonfeed.com. Stop by, take a look. There is something there for everyone. We spoke to Jackie Marsky Bark, who had some special announcements about stocking stuffers for our four-legged friends this year. I am Jackie Marsky, president of Bosky Animal Rescue Kennels. So every year we always put out a Facebook post on certain dogs that need certain things, but you can sponsor or be a secret Santa to any of our dogs in the kennel. Currently, we have 32 dogs at our kennel. Every day, that number changes, of course, with the adoptions rising. You can go on our Facebook page, follow Bark, and find out how to be a secret Santa to a dog at our kennel. Generally, we love the bully sticks. They last a little bit longer. Any kind of Kong fillers, mm-hmm. we just got a huge donation of Kongs. We love any kind of rope, toys. We're avoiding tennis balls this year, and we are avoiding pig ears. Apparently, there is a recall. The dogs don't get a lot of toys. And Jackie also gave us some up-to-date information about the annual Bark Gala in 2021. Coming into the new year is very important for Bark. It sets the tone for our budget. So having our 2021 gala, which is scheduled for February 13th is very important. If the Bosky Arts Center is not comfortable with us hosting our event there, 
we do have another venue that I cannot announce. We're looking for sponsors for the gala. It's very important that we have our biggest fundraiser in the beginning of the year as we do not get any kind of county or city funding. We rely on donations only. Bark serves all of Bosque County, but it comes at a real price. If you can, support the organization today. Michael Houston has caught catfish since he was a kid. No, I'm from the area. I've been in the area my entire life. We're visiting Covington. I mainly grew up on the river. We're always on the Nolan, the Brazos River on the north end of the lake. I do a lot of my fishing on the north end of the lake. I always started catfish growing up, and all we fished for was catfish. And that's kind of what I fish for mainly now. I striper and crappie fish throughout the summer. From October through April, I'm catfishing every day. Back then, you know, whatever we caught, we kept and fried up. He operates at Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort. He's seen a lot on the water over the years, but his favorite part of the whole experience, the conversation and the friends he makes along the way. I'm like a taxi driver, man. I get to meet new people and hear new stories every day. The best part about being a fishing guide is you're going to have more friends than anybody in any profession. You know, that's all I do is make new friends every day. He takes care of it all, from the boat to cleaning the fish and more to land fish in double-digit weights. Visit Houston Guide Service on Facebook or call 817-487-7121 to get out today. You'll have plenty to fry and a lot of fun. The Greater Valley Mills Chamber of Commerce announced winners recently for the Spread the Light contest. Here are the winners winning businesses. In first place, Rockin' KH Properties. In second place, Little Eagle Academy. The third place winner was the Painted Bunting. And residential awards went to these decorators. First place went to Crystal Harper. Second was awarded to Mike and Pat Ebarb. And third went to Nikki Hodges. For more, visit at Valley Mills Chamber on Facebook. ViraClear, a brand new company in Bosque County, sanitizes any venue for COVID and other harmful viruses and bacteria. This turnkey service company treats all services with a unique two-step fogging system that eliminates 99.9% of germs in a single application. So the best part is that this treatment continues to work 24-7 for as long as you keep surfaces clean and undamaged using normal pre-COVID cleaning procedures. That's right, a single application continues to eliminate germs. Visit ViraClear.net or call 833-817-3620 and get protected today. There will be some Christmas Eve services held across the county on the 24th of December. Zion United Church Womack will not host Christmas or Christmas Eve services this year. Holy Angels Catholic Parish in Clifton will host Christmas Eve Mass at 5.30 p.m. The church is located at 1915 West 5th Street in Clifton. Call 254-675-8877 or visit holyangelsclifton.org. First United Methodist Church in Meridian will hold its Christmas Eve candlelight communion and service at 5.30 p.m. in the sanctuary. For more information, call 254-435-2218 or visit 
fumcmeridiantx.org. Our Savior's Lutheran Church at Norse will host its Christmas Eve candlelight worship service at 7 p.m. The church is located between Clifton and Cranfield's Gap at 152 County Road 4145. Call 254-675-3962 or visit OurSaviorsNorse.org. Emmanuel Lutheran Church will hold its Christmas Eve worship service at 6 p.m. The church is located at 911 West 3rd Street in Clifton. Visit EmmanuelClifton.org for more details. St. Olaf's Kirk, also known as the Rock Church, will host its Christmas Eve candlelight service at 6 p.m. Indoor seats are reserved at this point, but guests are invited to stand by the fire and listen to the service via speakers. The church is located at 2680 County Road 4145 in Cranfield's Gap. For more information, visit at St. Olaf Lutheran on Facebook. The First Presbyterian Church in Clifton will hold its Christmas Eve worship service at 6 p.m. The church is located at 211 South Avenue G in Clifton. Contact the church by phone at 254-675-8105 or stop by online at fpcclifton.com. Peace Lutheran Church in Clifton has canceled Christmas Eve and day services due to COVID-19. Trinity Lutheran Church of Clifton will host the Christmas Eve worship service via online live stream only this year. The live stream is shown on the church's Facebook page and YouTube channel set for 7 p.m. Visit trinitylutheranclifton.org to find those links or visit the church's Facebook page at facebook.com slash trinityclifton. It's the last day for the Corner Drug Cafe. The cafe will be closed after today until next Tuesday, December 29th. Be sure to stop in and get some of that tasty pie while you can. Moving to your local arrest report. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 57-year-old Laguna Park man Friday, December 11th. Kyle Law was wanted on a motion to revoke court-ordered supervision on charge of a possession of a firearm by a felon and deadly contact discharging a firearm and possession of a controlled substance, penalty group one, under one gram. The Clifton Police Department detained a 20-year-old Clifton man Saturday, December 12th. Adrian Sariano was charged with evading arrest detention with a vehicle or watercraft. Officers with the Clifton Police Department arrested a 42-year-old Clifton man Saturday, December 12th. Albert Russell was charged with possession, delivery of drug paraphernalia, disorderly conduct, criminal mischief, and assault with bodily injury. The Meridian Police Department detained a 51-year-old Clifton man Sunday, December 13th. Alton Crawford was charged with possession of a dangerous drug. The Clifton Police Department detained a 45-year-old Clifton man Wednesday, December 16th. Dave Grumbin was charged with failure to appear. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 33-year-old Clifton woman Thursday, December 17th. Ashley Martin was charged with two counts of abandoning and endangering a child, criminal negligence, and criminal trespassing. Leon's floor covering has been a staple of Clifton for more than six decades. Just stop by and see the store and all the remodel options for your living room, kitchen, bathroom, and pretty much all the spaces. From marble countertops to wood floors and even a great selection of Kellymore paints, Leon's has it all. 
Give the gift of remodeling to your loved ones and the family this season. If you have any questions, call 254-675-8686, and Mike and Kim will be eager to help plan every part of your next project. And stop by the new site at leonsfloorsclifton.com. For our final story today, we'll head to the scene of the drive through nativity at Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Clifton. We spoke to many there for a full scene, including the Bethlehem Market, Augustus Caesar, and Praetorians, or Roman soldiers, and more. Justin Turgerson. The scene we have the register where Caesar Augustus did the decree where everybody would be registered. Mm-hmm. And then we have Z- Caesar here. This is the tax booth for the tax collectors. Yeah. And then back behind us, we have Mary and Joseph on their way to Bethlehem to be registered. Gotcha. What are you doing here? I, I'm paying my taxes. <laughs> Unf- unfortunately, you know, everybody has to render to Caesar what is Caesar's. <laughs> Definitely. We spoke to some of the volunteers directing traffic, which extended down the street. According to them, they had surpassed 150 vehicles at about 8 p.m., putting the attendance well above last year. The event featured live camels, sheep, a miniature donkey, and miniature Brahma cow, and a lot of people. So the narration for each scene was set up with audio tracks available for any smartphone that could scan a barcode or visit a website online. After the crucifixion and Jesus rose from the grave after three days, we spoke to the pastor about how the event went. I'm Pastor Brian McQuiggan of Emmanuel Lutheran. We're having a great turnout, so I heard we're already past our mark last year. So yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. All right. What's the reaction been like for the people that People People are loving it. A lot of excitement, a lot of thanks for doing this. We need this in our community. We tried to put everything in. You know, it's convincing Caesar. I, you know, I kept getting heckled about my taxes. Okay, good, good. <laughs> we're, just, we're just so glad to... to be in this community to share the love of Jesus Christ to anybody that needs to hear the good message. I mean, this year has been so hard for so many people. We just hope to bring a little hope and joy of Jesus. Thank you to all that helped put on the event. And this Christmas, don't forget about the spirit of giving in the gifts Christ gave us. Check out the website this week and next for some big news and updates. We'll be on hiatus for the rest of 2020, but we'll be back for the new year. We'll continue to post some local business highlights and look back on the best stories of 2020. Remember, check out the big Bosque County business directory at bosquecountyblast.com. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast this year. I'm Art DeVitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening and have a very Merry Christmas.